0: Shazam? Me. What a
1: joke. My name is Barry
0: Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am The Flash.
1: The American way. I'm vengeance.
0: Hello and welcome to Elseworlds DC Fan Podcast. We are going to be talking the latest Superman legacy casting news from the past past few days hopefully nothing else breaks uh after we record i am jordan with me as always is chris how are you today chris
1: i'm good i'm good i haven't melted away yet so there is hope and we're gonna talk a lot about hope because we're talking mostly about superman legacy i would think i mean we got a lot to talk about today
0: yeah, I mean, look, so for anybody trying to tune in about the super villain draft, that'll be probably next week or sometime soon. Scheduling conflicts. Also, just this is huge news. We have to talk about this while it's going on. Um, potentially, the actors are going on strike at midnight. So if any of this news is going to break, it's going to break before midnight Eastern time on July 13th. So um, this will not go up the same day we're recording it. So if people are listening, you probably already know if the, <laughs> if the strike is happening or what's going on with the screen actors guild. But um, I've read that that's probably why these announcements were coming in super hot the, these past two days is because, you know, they can still cast, they can still announce them. I think, but they probably still have to close the deal by the time of the 12th. But usually these announcements happen not long after they close the deal. So I assume um, now also in one of the articles that we're going to talk about, they said that James had a few of these already locked in, but he wanted to save the announcement until after he announced Superman and Lois, Um, which makes sense. You know, starting off, here's our cast of Superman and Lois and then announce those side characters later. Um, yeah. So I guess let's dive into it and then I'll kind of go on a semi rant, I think a little bit here. Um, but yesterday the announcement came that they've added Isabella Merced, Edie Gatha, Gatha, Aggie, uh, I probably butchered that. I'm sorry. And Nathan Fillion. And you're like, well, who are these uh, cool cats going to be? Well, Isabella is playing uh, Hawk Girl, Edie is playing Mr. Terrific, and Nathan Fillion is playing a Green Lantern known as Guy Gardner. Um, fun note about Guy Gardner. He has something in common with, with you and I, actually. Did you know this?
1: uh okay uh i know that i used to have a bowl cut
0: <laughs> yeah well no it's not that he
1: we grew up in the 90s so
0: he is uh from baltimore maryland all right
1: guy gardner. well I, I i know i liked him so guy gardner is my second favorite green lantern
0: <laughs> is he is he
1: yeah because i find hal Jordan of kind of a blank slate kind of boring and John now, Stewart's like, the guy that I've always. Which sl- version of my guy? Character.
0: Which version of guy? Because like uh, I know, apparently in Justice League International, he's kind of a dick. So I'm wondering if that's what so we're going to get with Nathan Fillion.
1: I haven't really read Justice League International, so it's not that one. Um, but you know, Guy Gardner is a guy. He's kind of funny. Uh, he's he's a little bit more of a personality than like a Hal Jordan who's just like. I'm Space Cop dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, Jon Stewart and Guy Gardner are my favorite, and they're probably ones I'm the most familiar with. So Yeah. I think Nathan Fillion's about as perfect of a cast as you can have for that.
0: I think so too. I think a lot of people keep saying that he should have been Hal. Or maybe No,
1: but he's too silly to be Hal.
0: That's what I thought. I think this works for guy And then imagine Nathan Fillion with a bowl cut. Cause James, I don't know if he's joking or not, but James replied to somebody saying part of the reason he cast Nathan Fillion was to get his friend to be having a bowl cut while they're filming. So,
1: um, see, that's the kind of, that's how you know that Nathan Fillion's a true friend of James Gunn. Yes. Because who else would put up on that?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, I want to start with the Guy Gardner stuff because I... Mm-hmm. If people are not familiar, he showed, first showed up in Green Lantern number 59, March 1968. And yes, he is one of the uh, Green Lanterns of Earth uh, that have populated a few times over the uh, in the comics. And we kind of just talked about it in our superhero draft. If people haven't listened to that, I recommend going back. And mm-hmm. at that. that was a very fun episode. But you picked Green Lantern and how important that character is for it. And the fact that we're going to see a Green Lantern in the first movie of the DCU makes me feel really excited. And the fact that it is a different one, we know we're getting Mm -hmm. John in Lanterns. And just the fact that all of these are already starting established is a lot of fun. Because, okay, I guess here's my mini rant before beforehand. I see a lot of people saying it's hypocritical if you didn't like BVS doing this and you like this doing this. And I do want to say, I do think it's different. Um, I do too. I think it's different because BVS and that man of steel establishes Superman as the first one, right? The first super powered person. So then when the next movie you're getting just these flash drives in a disc of flash cyborg, wonder woman, boom, boom, boom real quick aquaman it's like whoa they're really speeding this up in this it is a developed world and james came out and said this as well where superman is not the first one superheroes already exist and we've heard before that you know some of the plot of this movie is kind of like superman being old-fashioned when old-fashioned isn't cool and I'm thinking he's probably going to change the way the the world sees heroes and the way that the heroes see themselves. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I do think that is something that could like, I don't feel like it's rushed. I feel like it's like we're starting with like justice league unlimited where all these characters exist and you can just have a quick scene of the hall of justice or whatever, where these characters are talking and they like FaceTime Superman or whatever right before Mm -hmm. he goes into the daily planet to do his stuff. You know, like I think this can work and I don't think it's hypocritical because I think these are two different situations. And also culturally it's two different situations now because you cannot have the patience to build up each character individually because nobody's going to go see a Guy Gardner movie. Nobody's going
1: to see Mr. Terrific by himself. Blue Beetle is going to show you that right there. And all right. So, I agree 100%, and I'm tired of hearing, oh, well, Marvel built it up the right way. They had solo movies first. You're missing the point. The point wasn't that they built it up and took their time with solo movies. The point is that they got you invested in the characters before they teamed up. That was the thing. James Gunn has always been about characters and story. So, of course, you're going to have other people in this world, and it's not going to cheapen anything like you said the flash drive you just see ezra miller's barry in the uh convenience store you see aquaman you know it's it that was it felt like that was our first view of superheroes in that that. you give me a reason to care about a green lantern you give me a reason to care about hawk girl maybe and then I agree with you. I think Superman is going to change the way they see see the world. I think Superman is going to change everything. But Superman is not the – this isn't an origin story. He's already Superman with exactly.
0: his movie Exactly. That's another big part of this too. He's already – we are starting in media res where he is already Clark Kent at the Daily Planet and he's already Superman. Mm-hmm. He's already got his pal Jimmy Olsen and mm-hmm. Lois Lane. And I do want to read some of these um, these threads that James Gunn has woven over on. <laughs> I got to figure out how threads
1: work, to be honest with you.
0: If you have an Instagram, you just pretty much can port all your information over from it because it's linked. Um, so it's actually very easy to set up compared to um, some other ones.
1: Oh, I set mine up. I just I didn't really do much with it yet.
0: Um. Okay. So somebody responded to this latest news from today we'll get to that but he says another great choice but can you elaborate a little on how including all these heroes is going to help tell superman's story in this movie james gunn responded with we're entering a world where superheroes exist and have existed for quite a while they're a part of one side of his world just like lois and jimmy are part of another um Somebody said, I'm a little worried the film will focus too much on setting up other superhero movies. Will the other he- superheroes have an impact on the story or will they just play a small part in the story? I still trust you'll do something clever with it because Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad felt so disconnected from everyone else in their franchises. James Gunn said, I've never used one movie to set up another movie. The characters are there because they help tell Superman's story better. Not so we can set up separate projects in the franchise. Superman and Lois are the very clear protagonists of the movie. Super excited for this. Love the castings. However, I got to ask, what compelled you to put these characters into a Superman story? James Gunn. They fit the story I'm telling. Story always comes first. Um, I'm very excited. We're jumping right into the established DC world. I just hope that the focus remains on Lois and Clark, that the film remains a true Superman story that explores his character, gives us an amazing Superman story. James, the one we fans have always dreamed of. I trust you. And I believe you'll do just that. Could not be more excited for legacy. James Gunn, the primary story most definitely revolves around Superman and Lois. So,
1: you heard it here first, folks, from James Gunn.
0: I mean, I would like to say that I was going to say all that anyway. (laughs) Like, (laughs) if James didn't, I was going to say, like, I'm sure James knows what he's doing. He's going to, but just hearing it from him right away, um, and that people are still using this as like, like being against it. Uh, because they think James is gonna just, you know, I keep seeing people say about the, um, about setting up stuff, and we just got the answer right from James that he doesn't ever do that, and it's true. If you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, The Suicide Squad, they have tons of characters, and never once is it to set up another movie somewhere else. It is him, even Peacemaker. Was not really set up in suicide squad except, you for for an end credit, ex- except for an end credit scene um that was filmed after they already knew they wanted to do this show
1: thank you for saying that because it's incredibly important to recognize that peacemaker yeah. we went into the show thinking it was going to be a stupid kind of show like it was going to be the side show we didn't care about you watch the suicide squad and you walk away saying i don't care about peacemaker and you're well, on your side saying
0: Fuck peacemakers! Exactly, you go ahead you're and, on Rick Flag's yeah. side.
1: So exactly, I love the Rick. fact that I care so much about Peacemaker shows you that James Gunn is on top of his craft as a writer. Because if you told me I was going to care about Peacemaker, I would have said you're crazy.
0: Now I know some people are saying, "What? Well, wait, wasn't Nathan Fillion uh, in the Suicide Squad as TDK, the detachable kid?" And Nobody's
1: going to care about that when they watch Superman Legacy. Exactly. No one if you care about that, you are a Snyder cultist trying to make a point. That is it, well, and nobody will listen won't to even you.
0: Remember that at all. Okay, my thing.
1: here's a great example. I I told my mom about this, and she she does she saw the Suicide Squad for the life of you couldn't tell you who Nathan Fillion was or who TDK is. Couldn't care less.
0: Yep.
1: And It's not going to affect her watching Superman Legacy. It it's just the general public isn't going to care. Like, you think the general public is going to care? You need to touch grass.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm just really... I, I I think it's funny that both sides are, are using some of these arguments about BVS and all these other things and the detachable kid and all these things to kind of be like, James is a hypocrite or, you know, like both sides are kind of doing like the this weird thing. fire James Gunn
1: it. tweet. The Fire James Gunn hashtag is the dumbest hashtag I have ever seen. This is coming from a group who got all ticked off because Zack Snyder didn't get allowed wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do with his artistic vision. You're telling me that James Gunn can't even put his artistic vision into place before you start the hashtag Fire James Gunn. I am so sick and tired of the internet. We're not allowed to have nice things. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I do want to say too, James has confirmed Jimmy Olsen will be in the movie. Good, because um, I've seen some people be like, "Why aren't we getting any news about Jimmy Olsen or Lex or, you know, Perry White?" But instead, we're getting all these superheroes. They're gonna be in there. They're they're gonna be in this movie. It is. We got
1: two years, guys. We got two years, and with the writer's strike and the actor strike, well, we might have three years. So let's be Right, honest.
0: Right, we might have more time. It's it's very frustrating dealing with like let's just wait to see the movie is kind of what i want to say to some people because i've seen some people say well does this mean the suicide squad's not canon now how is that going to work with peacemaker season two or waller james gunn said the canon starts with superman legacy so now people are confused don't worry about canon don't worry about any of that stuff until you walk in to see superman legacy in 2025
1: so are you telling me that if you see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, you're going to say, oh, well, this is just, it, you can't accept that it's another version of Harley, even if it's the, she acts the same. It doesn't mean that she did all the things that that Harley did. Like, it's not that complicated. Why are we making this miserable? We don't we have see to recast var- everybody. We've
0: seen variants of Tom Hiddleston, Loki. Thank you. That are not the same Tom Hiddleston Loki. this can make sense it's okay we
1: We saw about a thousand variants of Jonathan Majors, and he's been involved in this for five minutes,
0: yeah, and he probably won't be involved much longer.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I wanted, not to go on a side tangent, but one of the things that drove me crazy about the Ezra Miller situation was people were like, well, Ezra Miller keeps getting a chance, but Jonathan Majors is thrown under the bus. If you can't figure out what's different about these situations and, you know, what's already been done and what's not been, like, no, go over in the corner and cry because you're making an issue that's not even there. The only
0: reason Ezra was not asked is because the movie was done. Let's not if the movie ourselves. wasn't
1: done. The movie would never come out.
0: And they thought it was. They thought it was done. Uh, they thought the movie's done. They thought they had a hit on their hands. So they're like, "We're going to sweep this under the rug, whatever."
1: And, um, and you know what?
0: If Marvel didn't have time. eight
1: thousand. If they didn't have eight thousand preview screenings, maybe just maybe some of those people would have paid for a ticket. Right? Nobody maybe. went twice. Nobody went twice. We have some people who went twice, but you know, the only people who went twice were the people who were diehard fans who you probably have a podcast or talk about it a lot online do the people who went to the previous screenings did by and large did not go again i'm telling you i'm probably telling not, you they already they, saw the movie
0: and, and some of them didn't like it and they're like why would i pay for this now that i just got it for free
1: exactly and,
0: you know most people didn't go twice because most people didn't go once
1: <laughs> there were what, what was there 12 cities 12 cities where it there were 12 previous cities screens?
0: one of the times. And, I think and they, they were big multiple times.
1: and they were big markets, DC, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, yeah. Orlando. Like, give me, give me a break. Give me a break. DC just needs to stop being stupid. Warner Brothers is the root of all stupidity. And as long as there is DC studios and Peter Safran and James Gunn are doing their thing, we're fine. As long as that's the case, we're fine. The second David Zaslov has an opinion, we are goddamn screwed. <laughs> hopefully,
0: hopefully, James has all, full control here. Um, and right, so and we, you know we've, what? We've Shame talked...
1: on them if he doesn't, because yeah. they, they told him he did.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've talked mainly about Nathan Fillion. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the fact that we're also getting Hulk Girl and Mr. Terrific in here. Uh, Isabella Merced famously played. Uh, Dora the Explorer in the live-action Dora movie. Um, so oh, that's her, okay. Yeah, so she's going to be playing...
1: Because I've totally girl. watched that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have not either. Um, but she's playing Hulk girl, and then you have... Uh, I, I think his name is Edie Gathagy, but he was also in uh, X-Men First Class. And okay. uh, he's going to be playing Michael Holt, a.k.a. Mr. Terrific. And... I think this makes sense with all of the pictures James Gunn was sharing of the Terrifics. I think it's pretty interesting. We're getting Mr. Terrific pretty early on in here. Um, I've seen some people speculate maybe these characters are going to be controlled by Brainiac. Uh, Maybe these characters are just going to be total dicks and it shows how Superman is not like, I'm very curious. I I don't think they're going to be main roles. We kind of heard that from James Gunn, but I like the way he said this. Um, I, I don't think it was in the threads I was just reading. I think it was in another thing I read, but you know, he says that this is a character. Clark is also Superman, right? So you have Clark who's at the Daily Planet with Jimmy and Jimmy and uh, Lois, and then the other side. He said, "How can I tell a story about Clark?" if the other if i can't tell about the other side of his life too which is the metahumans which are these people that already exist in this world in this in this setting um i think that's a perfect way of putting it he's going yeah. to have run-ins with other metas he is the going he's at one point chris going to be the leader
1: uh, of the this whole called the thing. justice League. i yeah. mean
0: come on
1: all right so superman is I think we need to understand what superman is superman we always say the symbol of hope but you know what superman is he's the leader of the god dang justice league okay he's the guy who starts the whole thing he he changes the way people believe it is to be a hero
0: and you can he, say he, that would be his legacy right
1: right I, yes and superman is a guy that balances out guys like Batman and Wonder Woman, who, Wonder Woman, you know, as long as it's honorable in battle, she'll kill anybody. And uh, Batman is like Mr. Vengeance. Superman is, hey, there's a brighter tomorrow. Let's build it. And I, I, it's a whole world, guys. And he's literally, Superman is always the center of the DC universe. I don't care what you say. It all revolves around Superman, who, Gets his powers from the sun. It's all very circular. It's wonderful. I don't understand what the commotion is. I, I, I'm i very excited. And Mr. Terrific. Um, Curtis and Arrow was fun. I know it's kind of a different character, but you know, Mr. Terrific, I'm, I'm for it.
0: All right. And then the other news here broke right before we started recording, which is uh, that they've cast Barry Star, Anthony Kerrigan, who also was Victor Zazz in Gotham. And also, I'm sorry, I know
1: that guy. Well, okay. you also
0: know him from The Flash. He was The Mist uh, in Flash Season 1.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, kills, like, yeah. Those
0: gangsters. Um, <laughs> that's a good
1: episode, too.
0: Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's what he is. He's got DC Pedigree here, but he is going to be playing um, Metamorpho, in Superman legacy. So if people are not familiar with uh, metamorpho, he was created in 1965. His first appearance was the brave and the bold number 57. His alter ego is Rex Mason. He is famously part of the justice league, the terrifics um, justice league Europe outsiders, doom patrol. He's been very many teams. So his thing is that he can kind of like, you know morph into a lot of stuff he can have uh he, he's a man made of shifting massive chemicals um after he was cursed by an ancient artifact that he retrieved um so a lot of his pictures show him with like you know a sand leg and like something else or like a fist that is bricks you know what i'm saying like he can kind of do whatever it's kind of
1: like Sandman and Clayface met each other.
0: Right. And if people are very yeah. interested in this character, I want to just shout out my favorite comic book run going on right now. Mark Wade's um, World's Finest is currently doing uh, an arc that features Metamorpho as well. So uh, that's how I kind of know him. I've seen him before, but I never really read a lot with him. So I'm, you know, this, this comic book run that I'm reading now is, you know, really showing me a lot about uh, metamorpho and I thought it was really uh, a a cool, a cool thing. And this is what I love about James Gunn is just kind of pulling off these, these random characters that Mm -hmm. are not going to have a movie behind them at all (laughs) or have the power to have a TV show behind them. So I'm really excited about this. I think Anthony Kerrigan is a really good actor too. He's been in so many things. Um, I want to read this quote that he said uh, about being cast in the role here. Um, This is from Boris Kitt, uh, who wrote this in The Hollywood Reporter. But uh, Anthony Kerrigan spoke to him. Uh, I did, when all of my hair fell out, go through the kind of pantheon of all these bald superheroes and supervillains and made note of all of them. (laughs) So I guess at some point he knows Metamorpho. He's looked into him. He's done all this stuff. Um, I do also want to say Peter Saffron said yesterday that new audiences can watch upcoming DCU movies without knowing anything about the past. We are trying to minimize audience confusion and maximize their enjoyment. Uh, so there you go. Well, for all dude, the people, what a
1: noble idea.
0: For all the people that were very worried that people are going to be confused, they're going to make it where you're not confused.
1: Those bald people have to stick together.
0: So, any thoughts on Metamorpho? I know you're not probably too familiar with
1: them. I'm not, not, not as familiar with it, but you know what? I love that this world is lived in. I love that this world yeah. has so many different things, just like you said. And you know, he's a good actor. I, you, I was like, oh, you just mentioned two places I knew him from. But I, it, I was like, when I see him, I'm like, I knew that guy. So that's kind of cool. And uh, you, James Gunn is doing a good job here. He's building out a world, and I think you're talking about the terrifics and we already know the authority is going to play some role in this so maybe the whole arc of this movie is superman realizes he's got to do something about all these superheroes which um you know is probably where the justice league comes from and it's got a very kingdom come feel i know kingdom comes an older superman who gave up on things but it's kind of got a kingdom come feel where it's like Superman feels the responsibility of being the leader because he is kind of the leader. Let's
0: not forget all of the pictures James Gunn has been sharing of Kingdom Come Superman yep. as well. I,
1: I know from what so I I know that what I've i I've read and seen, All-Star Superman, Superman Birthright, and Kingdom Come are three of the uh influences for Superman Legacy all three of those are maybe my top three superman stories i mean superman red sun kind of has to get in there but um you know that's superman for all seasons has to get in there but those are some three good superman stories so uh i actually just read birthright recently i highly recommend it on the dc infinite app um really awesome so guys Superman stuff is gonna be fun. I, I I just think the authority and the terrifics, they're going to they're going to have a point that pushes Superman in this movie. And I I I can kind of see where we're going here. I have an idea of what the story is. And I'm very interested to see how Lois's world builds out. Um, because we're getting a lot of how Superman's world is gonna build out just from the characters being cast.
0: And that's if the authority is in this movie. James did try to clarify that he's never said they're in there, but that could be a technical, that could be a, okay. technically, I never said they were right. Uh, the other places have been saying they are, but, um, but I also don't know why he'd make that clarification if they are in it, unless he's just trying to throw people off. So smoke turns TBD on, <laughs> if we're going to, to see the determined if we're going to see the authority in this movie, or maybe because that is also in development, people are getting wires crossed on what movies they are in, but uh, really interesting. But yeah, just the fact that we might launch with, let's say maybe we know Metamorpho was a member of the Terrifics. We know Mr. Terrific is what if these heroes are members of the Terrifics? Right. And Uh that is, the team that's currently active until Superman gets them together for the justice league. Um, I think that could be something that plays into it. Right. And
1: and it still leaves the Teen Titans and the justice society Mm -hmm. all as future places to explore.
0: It could be a JSA too, but
1: I would think with black Adam doing the JSA, I would have a hard time imagining they start off with JSA
0: um yeah well and i would also think that he would have put more usual members in the jsa and not characters that are not affiliated with them uh but man i i am really excited to see how this how this goes here
1: he's getting Um, quality actors involved too it's it's not like mm -hmm. he's pulling from nothing and that's exciting to me because this idea that oh well James Gunn, James Gunn, who shouldn't take over the DCU. People want to work with him, dude. People want to work with him. That's a very good sign. You know who, was who having trouble, uh, getting things going? Walter Amada, uh, pretty much everyone, WB. Nobody wanted to be assigned to a DC movie. Now they're all like, Hey, I'm here.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember when all these people were like, oh, he's never going to be able to find people uh, because blah, 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 with Zaslav and WB and all that. But it's like, um, just the fact his name is James Gunn (laughs) goes a long way in this business that he is going to, um, you know, he's going to be able to get in his, his, you know, the stars.
1: Mm hmm. yeah i'm excited uh, you know i know we went on some rants here because I, i'm getting tired of the way people are acting about superman legacy it's like we cannot attack this movie before it's even even been in development like i just we need right. to just let's let's be fans and celebrate things you know let's enjoy things Man, i'm tired like, of this negativity
0: f- for me i'm gonna be excited until I see something that makes me not excited. So I can understand people not liking this stuff, but I would be like, if I didn't want, like, look, originally I wanted just Superman, whatever. But the fact that we know this is a world where it's not a, it's not an origin. He already exists. I'm fine with this type of thing. We, we have other origin movies. Chris, if you want a movie where he's just himself, watch man of steel, watch Superman 78, watch these other movies where there are no other heroes there's tons of them in the superman world i mean he never even teamed up with supergirl in those movies so
1: if you want what you have had watch what you have had we are not moving forward the flash is a great example that we need a reset and we need something to be excited for and you can't tell me that this new branding of the DCU didn't have an impact on the Flash's box office. It's the same reason Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2 are absolutely screwed. There's an idea that everything has to lead to something right now. And if people think there's no point, they're going to watch it on streaming or watch it for free down the line. This idea, you know how much? So I haven't seen Indiana Jones' Dial of Destiny. And I want to see that movie. But I'm like, I just went to Spider-Verse. I just went to Flash. I just went to Guardians. I'm like, I got to pick and choose because my wallet can't afford to go see everything I want to see. And I, I don't have the time to see everything I want to see. So I'm making choices. So we got to give people a reason to go see the movies. got And a built-up world, ah, that sounds exciting. That That sounds exciting i don't know i can't be negative about superman legacy i i have no reason to be james gunn gave me three great guardians movies and the suicide squad and he built out a really beautiful cosmic world in marvel or like i mean if you think about it what he did to build towards infinity War and Endgame with the guardians and, and uh nebula's character arc and the whole cosmic world didn't take away from the guardians at all. And it's just, we had Sylvester Stallone and the ravagers nobody, Michael
0: Rosenbaum. We had, uh, Mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus as a voice of a computer, like all these things, these were original guardians characters that were sidelined, but they were still in there and they still made these casting announcements. I'm pretty sure I remember an article about Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Stallone getting cast and, miley cyrus being cast or whatever but i remember somebody there was articles of those people getting cast at one point and guess what they were in there for maybe seven minutes of screen time broken up throughout the movie like i'm assuming these characters will be the same way because um or they'll be the actual antagonists of the story you know like we we can't like assume that it's just going to be the authority or not
1: right mm-hmm. like I, and i've seen some hints of brainiac i've seen some hints of brainiac lately yeah, i do
0: think we get an actual superman villain too i do think yeah
1: so and, and you know what just because you're gonna have lex Luthor doesn't mean you don't have another villain like lex Luthor can just kind of be in the background kind of be a character in the world and you know you're always gonna have to deal with lex Luthor. lex Luthor is a cockroach you can never get rid of him but that doesn't mean you can't have Brainiac or uh, Metallo or, you know, some other super Superman villain. Heck, if it's Livewire, who knows? You never know.
0: All right. Anything else about these two or the characters we're seeing before we? Um, I don't want to wrap it up yet. We do have feedback about our draft too that I do want. To yeah, I, to as I well.
1: I think I've went on my rants. I I think I'm just I'm very protective of Superman legacy because I've seen what happens when you build these narratives up and it just picks up a head of steam that you you have to hate these movies. You know, so many people I know have enjoyed the Flash that are like afraid to say they enjoyed it. It's stupid. So, um just don't build up hate about Superman legacy until you have a goddamn reason to.
0: There you go. All right, so we did our superhero draft last week. We got some feedback I want to read here. We got an email from David who emailed in uh, with the subject line, Superhero Draft. So I'm going to read his email. Um, I'm going to give my thoughts. Uh, Chris, you can give your thoughts, and then we'll uh, – I also did ask him for his rankings, so I'll read his rankings as well. But, um, So David emailed us and said, Thor – Should have been way higher. Aquaman should have been picked for sure. Black Panther should not have been picked. He's not top 20. Miss Marvel should never ever have been picked. Not even top 30. Maybe not even top 50. Um, That was my pick. Uh, Professor X and Magneto should have either been drafted or honorable mentioned. And where is Punisher not even honorable mentioned? So my thoughts here real quick are... uh, I... I don't regret picking Ms. Marvel. I don't. Um, Though I kind of wish I'd picked Wanda uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh, I I totally blanked until you put her in the honorable mentions. Um, Like I said, I did no prep at all for this thing. I just went in Spider-Man number one, is what I thought. Um, uh, Okay, for Professor X and Magneto, I do want to clarify. I did put Professor X in the um, honorable mentions, which I still have on the screen here. You can see that he's there right before Martian Manhunter and right after Ninja Turtles. Um, but uh, for Magneto and Punisher, I can't agree there. I don't think I would classify them as superheroes. I know Magneto has sometimes towed the line. Uh, I, I can't put him there. We are supposed to do our supervillain draft, I will say. You're probably gonna see him over there, um, but Punisher definitely not sorry he's not even a villain, he's anti hero along with Deadpool. I don't think we're picking him in any of these drafts, but uh i'll I'll let you speak now, Chris, on the your thoughts,
1: yeah, I was actually thinking that an anti hero draft would be fun too, but
0: it'd be I, short, I don't think there's yeah, as many
1: <laughs> yeah there's there's a few uh Harley Quinn, and we're not doing that right now, um. What I will say right now is that I'm just glad we got some feedback. I think it's really cool that he engaged with the conversation. I don't agree with him at all. Um, I think, say, Black Panther is in top 20. I mean, it's not like we picked him top 10, but his cultural significance is awesome. And Chadwick Boseman, uh is an absolute legend. So... And Wakanda Forever was a fantastic movie, and Shuri uh, has a chance to keep that legacy up. But in comics, in general, just a very important character and, and if, great, if, if people didn't history. listen,
0: if people didn't listen to it, it was not really a draft by like who's strongest or anything. We were really right. focused on like kind of legacy, um, almost like their their stock market value as they're going forward because of popularity yep. uh, you know stuff like kind of like the state of their franchise um and i do think the black panther one i mean most people had never heard of him before uh, this movie came out and it made a billion dollars i think yeah, that is a very high level there
1: a billion dollars and it meant a lot to a lot of people i i i would argue that miss marvel will end up will only rise on the list uh she will only rise as time goes if she rises
0: from the grave yes
1: well i know (laughs) comics no death in comics is ever forever um ever but you know with the marvels coming up and a pretty good tv show she's relevant right now so i i i didn't have a problem with her on the list i wanted to put her that high but i don't have a problem with her being included at all um I think it's really awesome that we got a woman of color in on the list, uh, you know, because, you know, you look at the beginning of this draft, it's very chalk. It's very what you would expect. And I thought that was some of the fun of the draft is we, we went in different directions and it was our opinion. So, you know, there's no right or wrong answers here. Uh, I very much want to know what his five are. Um, But yeah, I, I'm just glad we got some feedback. I think it's cool that people are engaging in the conversation and I appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah. Thanks for giving your feedback. I also did ask him for his rank. He had Superman one, Spider-Man two, Batman, Wolverine, Captain America, Wonder Woman, Iron Man, incredible Hulk, Thor, professor X, Aquaman, green Lantern, flash, Reed Richards, Dr. Strange.
1: So it sounds like you should have really loved our our draft because that was most of our draft.
0: It was most of our draft picks. Yeah, we we did. Yeah. What? Uh, we just didn't pick Aquaman.
1: And Aquaman uh, has kind yeah. of been the butt of every joke ever before Jason Momoa. Nobody cared. It's funny because I always make fun of my dad because my dad said when he was a kid he really liked Aquaman. I'm That's like apparently my dad you're the too. only one. No, yeah. my dad too,
0: because my dad can't swim. He likes Aquaman.
1: My my dad's just like I like the little sound waves in the water in the cartoons, you know. So That's funny. um yeah, so he's like he's got a cool outfit, the orange, you know. But, you know. But uh it's because my dad doesn't know hardly anything about superheroes. Uh <laughs> so it's like whatever entryway we got just just be like, yeah, he's got an injury. Line. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you, you had some feedback there. Um, but dude, our drafts are incredibly similar to your uh, list. So, why can't we be friends?
0: <laughs> so, anyone who uh, is interested in giving us your feedback on either your thoughts on Superman Legacy casting or these drafts, if you want to send us your list of supervillain drafts before we do it too you can go ahead and send it to Fan at gmail.com uh, or you can hit us up on twitter facebook instagram threads all of it at Fan is where you can find us on all
1: i love, yeah Unless you're disrespectful, you're cussing and screaming at us, yeah. we will read everything on the air, and we will engage in the conversation. We'll, you know, we can build a community with you guys. We'd not to brag, to
0: not to brag, but I answered that email back in five minutes. All right, guys. So, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: If- it's not. It's not like we're. You know, it's not like we're begging for it, but we want. We want some feedback. We enjoy it.
0: Yes, we will read it on air. Um. Okay. Well kind of a short show. I don't have an Arrowverse update except for that I am halfway through the Flash season 7. I finished um so you know, I'll save it for the end of the show here, not a separate episode. Right. If you have not seen season 7 of the Flash, you might want to dip out now. But I did uh finish the episode where Cisco left.
1: Um the show is never the same after he leaves. I love that guy.
0: I do want to say so far this season is still like my order still goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mm-hmm. was not a fan of the forces of nature stuff that they were doing and the constant calling each other, brother, sister, mother, father.
1: Um, so the forces calling Barry and Iris mom and dad pisses me when off. When they're
0: like 50 years old and I'm like, it, all it, right it, guys. It, let's. It, it
1: it makes me mad. It's like, Especially,
0: okay. Especially because the Speed Force, they named her Nora. They already have a daughter named Nora. It is confusing. Uh, this it's, is, it's, what are you doing? It,
1: it, I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I thought the special effects with Forza and uh, the uh, the one who uses fear and the psychic one. Psychic. yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. It, it looks stupid to me. Um, we were talking about special effects and Flash looking stupid. That looks stupid, <laughs> um, and uh, it just it just didn't hit. So I, I wasn't a big fan of it. The problem for the Flash is the forces for the last three seasons are very prominent. Really? Yeah. Um, it it goes down to the finale, unresolved until the finale with that with that storyline.
0: But didn't they didn't they win? they beat nora
1: uh i'll leave it be but uh Jeez, where where there is reverse flash there Both will al- mm. always be and so the idea they set up that there always has to be a negative and a positive mm-hmm. and so as soon as you get rid of the the negative speed force avatar there has to be another one so it's just it's they set up a story that could never really end until they ended it the way they ended it. But I'm not going to get into that.
0: I'll get there in a little bit. Uh, I just well, I'll take you the, long. I just haven't yeah. had the time to watch uh, a lot of it lately because I've been watching all these. there uh, been so many sporting events. I've been watching, so, and then
1: I would argue that I like Flash season seven more than six. But I have no argument with your order other than that. Like I. I think seven was a little better because six was just so affected by the pandemic and watching it week to week sucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say st- binging them. I found myself very bored with the forces of nature stuff. Um,
1: it, it just took over the show.
0: Yeah. And again, like I said, calling them mom and dad and stuff is really weird. Cause okay. It, so my wife is work. not, my wife is not watching it as religiously as I am. So she'll come in and she'll be like, why is this guy saying, brother the like, are they related yeah, or no. i'm like no they're not really related they made them as a force but these forces have not inhabited real people and blah 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 blah. so why are
1: the real people calling the, like the forces and the people are different entities i know oh, i know it's and so then,
0: confusing why are you and doing then i
1: and then i feel like was it season seven or season six where dion stops time and I, iris has got the time sickness
0: uh yeah, I think it was one of those uh season 7.
1: Yeah, um, the the time sickness is just I'm like I don't care. Like why is Iris time? sick? Like, come on.
0: I did like the episode where Chester and um uh and uh Cisco go back in time. Uh That with, that, that was when dad, they first introduced yeah. Dion and stuff. And yeah, I really liked that episode, but I didn't look. I didn't think it would dominate as much of that season as it had. Uh, So I am.
1: Hot take: That was a better flashback to the '90s than Captain Marvel was.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's wrong. No, I love Captain Marvel.
1: I Um, I, I liked it too. I would just say that that, that, (laughs) they, uh, in terms of honoring the '90s, they really, they really did, did it as a theme. But yeah. I I wasn't I I I really I had some problems with the Flash in the last three seasons. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, seven, six, six through nine, the last four seasons really. Six, seven. See, I, eight, I felt
0: nine, like yeah. season uh, six felt more like classic Flash than this season, uh, just because of the. I don't know. I think when you're dealing with forces like that, and it gets really into the weeds. Of all of that it's it's a little too much at times uh, I, I really really enjoyed five. people
1: <laughs> i defended flash through season four through season five because yeah i, I really like
0: five too um, yeah. but you know
1: i i halfway through season six i ended up realizing that i was just making fun of the writing during the show
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'd be like really really yeah <sighs> like take five seconds and think about that before you put that in the script. Really? Like it just, I, I, I like it was, it just became a running joke watching the show going up. Nope. And then the other thing is, what is it about the flash in general where anytime someone's upset, someone else goes, I'll get it. And they just go in the hallway and they give them a pep talk every <laughs> single time. Well,
0: at least they, at least they acknowledge it. They'll say like, there's certain times where it's like, well, oh, is this hallway talk time? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it, it gets a bit old. Like, just let people process their emotions.
0: Right, right. You know, uh, but yeah, Cisco is left now. I don't, I haven't watched one past that. That was just the other day. Um, that He's my second
1: that favorite character. I Cisco and Barry and Cisco, man. Yeah. They're they're the best. You know, the show was always best when it was Barry, Cisco, Caitlin, and A Wells. Mm-hmm. That was that. Oh, that yeah, was the definitely. nucleus. And then in the later seasons, it feels like the side characters took over the show.
0: That's what I hear. Um, I, We'll see, I guess, how I think of it.
1: Cecile shouldn't... I like Cecile for the longest time. But... Should not be that important to the show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like... It's like... Next week on Cecile. <laughs> there are episodes... There are episodes where Barry's just not in it, and you're just like, are we not going to get any cool superhero action this whole time? And especially because they all have powers at at, at the end. And Mm -hmm, you're like, mm -hmm. I don't know. So I love The Flash. I defend it all the time. But I think when Eric Wallace took over the show, it wasn't the same.
0: Yeah, that's how that's how I'm feeling so far. Now I'm still enjoying it. Um But there's a
1: I, definite shift.
0: I still put it above a lot of the Arrow stuff. Um so
1: Well, Arrow Arrow took it completely different. Arrow way. was
0: a roller coaster. It was one season uh, was good, down, the next it's not. Up, like, down. up down, up
1: down. Yeah. They would have they would have half seasons that were horrible and half seasons that were good. Yeah. So Legends is just consistently fun at least. Like even when it's not great and like even if Legends doesn't make sense, you're down for the ride.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to uh keep watching that too because I'm on um uh I haven't watched any recently, so I'm still probably like a quarter of the way through that season. All
1: right. Well let's see if Sarah raises rises up the power rankings at all.
0: (laughs) We'll see. Uh, i tell you (laughs) gary is gary's rising on up those rankings
1: oh oh by the (laughs) way the alien thing you sent me the yes you sent me it was so funny because i was going back you said you were trying to figure out if he had taken off his glasses before i was doing the same thing
0: yeah yeah
1: because i I feel like when he took lost his nipple didn't he like take off his glasses at one point all right
0: I thought so. I thought there's been tons of times where like they're dangling at least where like one side is on one side. is on. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I'm not sure how that works.
1: I, I uh Gary being an alien was a twist <laughs> I didn't see coming.
0: Yeah. Uh, you the haven't least, got to Bishop
1: yet. You haven't gotten to Bishop yet, have you? No, no. Okay, okay. That'll yeah. be a conversation.
0: Yeah. I don't even know what that means yet. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm going to try to get through stuff as I go, but, um, yeah, just been so, so busy, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Some of the things I really enjoyed about legends, you know, later on you had the bullet blondes, you had, uh, Gary being an alien. You had a lot of fun stuff. Uh, Everything but the Moana, st- uh, not Moana. Um, I was gonna say Moana's
0: name? in this. Uh, no, uh, Moana, uh, right?
1: Moana, Moana. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say Moana? Uh, that's a, that's a completely different franchise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you have a podcast about that stuff too.
0: I do. Yeah, I have a podcast yeah. about everything, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's like if
1: if it can be podcasted about, it's podcasted about uh, exactly. by Jordan. Um, what do you not have a podcast on at this point? Uh,
0: I can't even tell you. Um, I used to do an Oriole podcast. I don't do that anymore. But okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> you don't have a Ravens podcast. So. I do
0: not. No, okay. Uh, I don't know as much about football. Like I like mine would mostly be like I'm really excited about how we're playing. Uh, like I can't like break down actual like film or anything. I'm not. No, I okay so uh, that
1: would I know be when to stand to
0: out I know when to get out of the kitchen you know if I'm not able to. I
1: hear you I I hear you yeah it's so funny because like baseball I I feel like I'm pretty stupid about baseball because I just don't get passionate about it like mm-hmm. I like it but like I have what's called a baseball five inning rule where mm-hmm. you show up at the halfway point in the middle of the the inning change of the five of the fifth inning. And that's the perfect amount of baseball.
0: Well, now it's super quick. I mean, with the pitch clock, it, is it is, like
1: quick, I, it is it is getting quick. But yeah, it is getting quick. And the, at least the Orioles are fun to watch this year.
0: Yes, they're, they are. Yeah,
1: you know they're they're hitting the ball pretty well. They went on a pretty bad offensive drought where they couldn't they couldn't hit anything for a little bit there. Um, yeah, right around your birthday, thriving. they yeah. right around your birthday, they couldn't hit any.
0: Now they're but, back uh, to back to thriving.
1: Didn't they just have 15 runs in a game?
0: Uh, yes, that was like right before the end of the... Um, that was like the game right before the All-Star break. The
1: All-Star break, yeah. Um, was Adley in the home run uh, thing?
0: Yes. The home yep. run derby? Yep, he did very well.
1: Nice. He did Who won the home run the, derby?
0: Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Um, okay. Adley did not get past the first round, but he hit 27 and the other guy hit 28. So he still actually had... He actually had higher than some of the others, but they do head to head, so like uh, yeah, he just got the short stick. But um, yeah, look up his home run derby performance because he goes lefty, and then like once the bonus round goes, he switches righty and starts hitting some more bombs. It's really cool.
1: That's cool, cool. I'm a big Adley fan. He's he, him and Gunner are yes. making it really fun.
0: Yeah, I'll be at the game Saturday. Um, not that anybody cares because we're a DC podcast, but that's where. Yeah, I'll be. well, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we're Baltimore we'll guys. Nice. We'll yeah. wrap it up. We'll but, wrap yeah, it we up. We're We are uh, Baltimore fans, just like if Guy we Garter. keep
1: it. If we keep, hey, yeah, yeah, if we keep <laughs> it up, if we keep it up, we'll get we're gonna get Jordan a podcast about what he's not podcasting about. It'll be called <laughs> Everything Else with Well, Jordan. you know,
0: I am actually in talks to start another one.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
0: So we'll see how that pans out.
1: Your wife uh, is like, nope, no, enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My friend who's doing secret invasion with me right now, we've we've come up with some ideas that we've had for years and we're like, maybe it's time to actually do it. So I'm so I'm glad
1: thinking. you have someone to do secret invasion with because I'm like, I'm waiting to binge it as one big thing, you know. Yeah, um, yeah because really I it. find what I'm doing with the Disney Plus shows is I'm just not getting hooked. So then I walk mm-hmm. away, and then I finish them later, and like, like well after the fact. Or, but if I binge them, I just kind of go boom, 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 boom.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it also depends on the show. I'm really digging Secret Invasion Weekly. Just kind of like this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with, you know, just the secret behind the show of you know uh, some of them being scrolled. I got
1: and- I got hooked into Loki Weekly. I was just like, I can't mm-hmm. get enough of. Couldn't get enough of Loki. That that show was just fun.
0: I'll be covering that uh, over on our sister show, To the Infinity Saga and Beyond. So keep an eye out for that. It's October. We'll be listening. If you're a fan of Loki, uh, check us out there too. Um, Like I said, you can send us feedback at ElseworldsDCFan for all of those things we're hoping to have our super villain draft coming up as well we're gonna cover my adventures with superman as well i haven't watched it yet but i gotta sit is it done yet or no
1: no there's first two episodes are out and then thursday the third one airs on comedy central and then friday the third episode will be on max
0: okay so do we want to wait until it's all done we do any episodes we can wait
1: till it's all done i i was like if you if you had seen it, I'd be like, if you wanted to just talk about it, we didn't need to do a whole show on it. But um, I really enjoy the comedy in that. I think it's really funny. Um, but it it's not in a way that makes Superman stupid, which makes me happy.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'll have something for you throughout the week. So I'm sure there will be more news, more stuff to talk about as we so, go. So
1: Supervillain draft and then... We'll we'll have our regular show after that, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, thanks
1: for listening to us rant. We were at a very ranty show and <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like it was fun.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I know we had a light show today. So thanks for sticking with us. If you have have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time when we break down our super villain draft with Ron.